Yo, yo, what's good? Welcome to Married to the Game. Yep, yep, we're back in effect. We uh, took a little hiatus, uh, a little longer than expected. We're slacking. <clears throat> yeah, slackers. Yeah, the level is like super sane level slacking. Yeah. It's over 9,000. <laughs> but we wanted to make an extra effort um, to get this out there since we, about a week ago, all of the uh, E3 madness ended. E3. Yes. Um, which is an event that all of us game, gamers and, and nerds alike know about um, because that's where they highlight and showcase what's coming soon, what's about to drop, all the newness and gaming. And um, uh, and we uh, and we take all that information in and then we filter it out on the stuff that we like, we look forward to and what we don't like and all that good stuff. Um, nowadays, E3 is such a big event that there are many developers that have their own showcases now. So uh, Microsoft is known has been known to have their own uh, Sony, uh, and then you have other individual uh, developers like Bethesda and uh, Ubisoft that pop up and have their own too. So, but we're gonna try to go through some of our um, highlights that we want to talk about. Uh, not everything will be covered from E3, of course, but some of the stuff that we look forward to across um, s- several platforms. So we're gonna get right to it, um, and we're gonna talk a little bit about open world games but we'll get to that in a little bit um but yeah so Fu and i gonna just jump right into it so first up we got the xbox one x reveal um which i think is one of the biggest uh pieces of news uh that came out of e3 um it's not a surprise because they actually revealed it last year's e3 and just let us know it's coming soon um which it was at the time codename project scorpio which honestly i like that name better than xbox one x because it makes it sound like it's still the xbox one when it's supposed to be something more powerful so it almost feels like it has the wii u effect as far as marketing but um it does boast to be the most powerful uh gaming console ever made um uh so what do you think about that fool Uh, um i mean there's nothing to say. You know we're going to get at least one, probably three, by the end of the year. Um, this is a gaming household. Uh, I do agree. I wish it would have been called Scorpio. We'll just call it Scorpio in our house. Yeah, I'm down with that. Um, there was a little bit of a, I don't want to say an outcry or uproar, but some people were talking about not getting it because of the price point, which is, what, 500 Yep. Um. Wasn't like Xbox, like when it first launched, like the black Xbox, wasn't it close to that? Wasn't it like 450 or something? Nonsense? Oh, it was four, it was 500. It was 500, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, so, the day one when we bought yeah, it was 500. Like, yep. We've been paying $500 for Xboxes for some time, so I'm not quite sure why everyone is up in arms about this with what you're getting for the price, right? Um, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, the only thing that I've been seeing reasons why, which are really just kind of like, like the surface type of like complaints, which is that first because it has the name Xbox One X, so it's so it's considered a just another reiteration of the Xbox One, um, and it's not its own system. That's one thing I've seen out there. The other thing is that it costs 
is it's it costs 500 bucks for a reiteration of the same system people aren't realizing though that this system is going to pack a punch more than any other system that's available right now including the ps4 pro um so but i get it like when you're an average consumer you're not trying to shell out dollars to get Something like but this. No, I think that's an unfair. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off. That's an unfair sorry. statement because, like, the average consumer isn't going to rush for day one, anyway. Right. That's actually the point I was getting to is that the average consumer is, is not going to want to buy this, right? That and, and Microsoft has made it a big emphasis that this is for the pro gamers. These are for that's for that group is for the group that are hardcore gamers and want the the greatest graphic graphical experience they can get out of a game hardcore are we hardcore gamers i wouldn't say we're hardcore gamers uh, i i am a hardcore gamer. <laughs> okay. um you know there's a, there's at least one hardcore gamer in this household for sure but I'm like a medium core gamer yeah but um so when you have hardcore gamers out there who want that latest and the greatest those are the ones that are going to shell out 500 dollars. i mean and, but i've heard i'm sorry i've heard mm-hmm. this from quote unquote hardcore gamers some people in our crew have kind of yeah some expressed people, that yeah I, you know what it is is i i think they know that not everybody is going to just jump and buy the system i think they they said that the i think they understand that there will be a certain core group that will get it um and enjoy it and spread the news you know like about how great it is and then maybe move on and you know another thing too is we all know that the price point will most likely go down within a year yeah, or something yeah. like that, the next holiday season. So then the people can be jumping on that. We're also, just to close out this, so we're also, you, uh, we're also forgetting that there are people that are just getting on the Xbox One train or they're just getting on the PS4 train. So why would they shell out 500 to get this system? Mm. So before you close out, though, why don't you just run through what you're getting? that price oh you're getting uh i believe it's like seven teraflops of um of 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 processing power which is uh nearly two teraflops more than the ps4 pro is that in your face (laughs) so um and bottom line is that this system will even take your xbox one games and they will run smoother and and load faster so that's what i wanted to know you can take it's quote unquote backwards compatible yeah so definitely. do you know um because i don't know i'm genuinely asking mm-hmm. can you do you know how like some of the games from xbox was backwards compatible with the one mm-hmm. will this also be the case with a hundred percent yes they said that the x uh, the backward compatibility feature uh-huh. is going to carry over a hundred percent and um uh and all of the games that were on xbox one are supported to play but there will be um uh, there will be a certain amount of games that will be actually upgraded to 4K, um, this like 4K graphics. The Gears of War Four is one of them. Most of their most of their Microsoft titles, like you have Forza, it looks beautiful. Um, they will be upscaled to support 4K uh, graphics. And so now we got to shell a, a G for two of these, and then buy another 4K <laughs> TV. Man, well, right. we can take our time on a second because we already have an Xbox One S, which kind of is 4K, but it's not as fast and strong as the Xbox One X. Man, Manny Fresh can have the, the <laughs> that one. Um, 
but closing out, that's why I'll probably you'll never see me with a PS Pro because PS4 Pro because I barely play my PS4 and I only play my PS4 mostly for exclusives like Uncharted, which is another game I forgot to mention that we got to, it, that was also revealed. But anyway, that's what the Xbox One X is about. It's really just a preference. What do you want? Do you want the latest and greatest? Do you want to have something that's a little closer to PC level? It's not PC level. That's honest. It, like it, but it will push to be the 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 most the hardcore console closest to PC that ever existed. Uh, but moving on, uh, a lot of other games were revealed. Uh, the next big one, which supposedly is the most viewed E3 game trailer on YouTube uh, during the week, was Star Wars Battlefront Two. Um, and from what I see, it's beautiful. It it looks beautiful. I, I got the f- same feeling when I saw the reveal of the first one, um, which I enjoyed the first one, though I did not really go back to it as much the replay value wasn't as high but i blame that on other games that i did yeah i was gonna say i don't think it was the fault of the game right i think it was the timing of yeah. the game because i enjoyed battlefront too but i i battlefront as well sorry i enjoyed battlefront right. as well <laughs> but um i barely played it barely played it yeah. right and it was because of other games we were probably more invested in destiny destiny yes um but Battlefront One was uh, was great, uh, but you can tell that it w- it could have been um, could have been bolstered a little bit more. Um, it didn't have any type of one player experience for the most part. Uh, I think that's where the most of the complaints were, um, and that's where they changed in Battlefront Two. There's a whole storyline ca- uh, campaign with a new character, a female um, uh, protagonist uh, slash antagonist. Maybe I don't know. The story has some sort of twist to it. Uh, being that it's, she starts um, as part of the, um, you know, the enemies, and she's not part of the, you know, the, the rebellion. So it's it's uh, we'll see what happens. Um, she starts off with the empire, but you know who knows. Um, anyways, uh, it looks good. Uh, it looks like they they set it up. And another big thing that they didn't do with Battlefront One is they said that all of the down all the DLC will be free. They oh, said wow. you will not have to pay for any of the DLC. If I'm correct, anybody out there that's seen otherwise, please let us know in the uh, discussion board. But from what I saw, they said that you don't have to pay for any of the DLC. Oh. So I think that's awesome. That alone will make it worth, I think, it's 60 bucks. Um, so that's coming soon. Um, last thing I'll say about that is it looks like they, they are willing to include... Um, uh, actual uh, presence of the first trilogy, the trilogy that a lot of people like to discount uh, from the Star Wars universe, the the, the episodes one through three uh, universe. What you mean, episode the the ones for, for real, the ones that are numbered one, two, and three, correct. or the ones that came out no, like no, when one, two, and three. oh, I mean, because no one wanted to dance with Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> so they, but but you know, the world was still cool. I think it was too futuristic for it to be. The first, um, its first uh, episodes, but you know that's a whole other story. We're not going to talk about that. Okay, but yeah, either way, it whole looks Star Wars. Yeah, rant. I know. Yeah. Um, it looks good. Um, I, I'm sure we're going to get a lot of fun out of that, especially with our group. Right. Um, real quick, real plug. Please uh, join us on Facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/realassgaming. Um, and catch us there. Um, join us at you know in uh, in our discussions. Continue the discussions there. Post questions, comments, concerns, all of the above. Join us there. 
website coming soon and a lot of other cool stuff coming um some other games that um are dropping include uh one that i personally look forward to is called cuphead yay it's going to be an xbox exclusive uh anybody that's watched the trailer for it or any gameplay it's straight out of like 30s 40s cartoons like the whole animation style to it is so unique and i haven't seen anything like it um and it plays and and, and moves so so much like them that uh, I, I just look forward to playing it um yeah it looks it it looks just like cartoon does not look like a game at all also i would like to add that like the animation from that time era is slightly frightening <laughs> and some of the characters yeah. that are supposed to be whimsical i think will Give me slight nightmares. I I agree. It is something frightening. I think they actually even that's they that's, that's part what of they're this. going for. Yeah. yeah, it has that kind of feel. So and don't let no clowns come out. <laughs> so look forward to that. Check it out if for the Xbox folks uh, exclusively. Um, September right releasing September. Yep, late September. September. This year. Yep. So definitely uh, check that out or look it up and see what you think for yourself. Uh, another big one that dropped, uh, which is a brand new IP and it's from Bioware, the people that have made fantastic games like Mass Effect 1 through 3. Um, Notice he left Andromeda. <laughs> um, they have, they have uh, revealed a new IP called Anthem. And there's not much they say, there's not much I could tell you yet or they've said about the story. But they have showed us some visuals and some of the little bit of the gameplay, and it looks fantastic. It looks like it's going to be a ball to to group up with, I believe, up to four um, in co-op and and run missions and in an open world experience. Um, I, I'm just looking forward to it. It does. It looks beautiful. I'll tell you that it looks almost too beautiful. <laughs> um, so here's my my stance on that. Um, and we'll t- touch on this, I guess, a little bit for the rest of the games we're talking about. But as a medium core gamer, as I call myself, not necessarily hardcore, not casual per se. Um, it almost looks overwhelming. It looks like so much to do and see that it w- it's almost overwhelming to my senses. Mm. So I, I personally may fall back for a minute on Anthem until... Maybe I see you play it a little bit more and get a better feel for it. But um, as a casual gamer, if it was just me, if I didn't have Zar um, playing it to to be my front man, I probably wouldn't rush to get Anthem for me just because I feel like there's other that it would just eat up too much of my time and make me feel too overwhelmed. Um, It's this is something but it's beautiful. It is beautiful. And and I have a lot of faith in Bioware. So I want to give it a try. So th- I think this is something that I will personally fall back on. Watch Czar. And then I may sometime after it comes out, maybe a month or two, give like a medium core gamers <laughs> critique on <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, actually reminds me of Destiny. That's kind of what happened with Destiny, right? I was playing Destiny and then all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, I was like, t- it was like whatever. <laughs> I was super and, against Destiny yeah. when I beat a camera. I was like, what is this BS? And I'm like, babe, look. This game is awesome, and I'm showing you all this stuff. And the next, you know, we bought another Xbox One. So that yeah, <laughs> just like we that, just yeah, just one day game. we like truly just it was just yeah. random. So, um, well, hopefully the same will happen with this. Um, but I will I will say that I I'm okay with Bioware uh, giving Mass Effect uh, a break so that they could concentrate Man. on on breaking this stuff. I because that's what happened. They say, you know, let's work on this new IP and and make sure that we're straight for E3. And then I guess they'll eventually get back to, you know, Andromeda stuff. Um, 
because it was such a letdown. Um, and uh, and who knows if it'll improve more. I know they had patches and stuff like that. Um, I haven't put a lot of time in myself. Um, I've I've asked food to put some time in, but the thing is, is uh, you know, it's sometimes letdowns kind of keep you away from the time that you have. So you'd rather spend your time on something, you know, you're going to enjoy more. So in other words, you don't want the game to feel like it's work. Um, and some games feel like that. Um, and it's funny. One of the conversations we just had with our rad crew, we talked about games that felt like that eventually just kind of bore you, but we might, might make that a future topic in the, in, in the future in the months to come. So, but moving on, uh, we got a big announcement, which, uh, is not E3, but it was afterwards. Um, but I'm gonna throw it in there. The SNES classic has been announced, um, which is pretty much a sequel to the NES classic, which was short lived and underdeveloped as far as manufactured and, and, uh, units that were put out, uh, so much as a disappointment because of that. And now they even discontinued it. So you can't even get it anymore unless you buy it from somebody who sells it on eBay for like three times the price. Um, the SNES Classic will be 80 bucks. It gives you two controllers. It'll be a mini version of the actual physical SNES. And it has, I think, a total of 20 something games, 20 plus games installed uh, directly on it for you to play uh, right away. Um, I believe they have save support and and there will be support on it where you can actually save games and do this and do that on the mm, system. So you don't have to worry about cheat. that. We couldn't save games back, back then. In the day. No, we couldn't have. Um, but um, I'm looking forward to this one. I never got a chance to get the NES Classic and um, and that kind of pissed me off. But, um, but this one, it, the SNES, you know, is an amazing system. Shout out to the NES, but the SNES... Whew. Classics all so over the is place. They're going to be an opportunity to get more games. Well, uh, people found out not maybe not through Nintendo. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, people hacked the NES Classic and were able to put their own ROMs on it because it's basically ROMs. If you know anything about emulators and ROMs, you could totally find an emulator out there that plays NES games and throw it on your computer or your phone and you can play those games. So, um, you know. This is kind of, <laughs> this is kind of like, this is basically a version for consumers that don't know how to do that stuff. That's, that's my opinion. Shout out, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my cousin Sin who straight up just said, hey, I could just download this stuff, put it on my computer. This is very true. You could. But people like the package. People like the nostalgic part about it. It's like, hey, look, it's a Super Nintendo and, you know, the, the, the controllers, you know, they're, they're authentic looking, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'll, I'll probably get it. Uh, I'm not going to front. Um, but just some notable games on there. Um, probably the more popular one, Super Mario World. You, I'm sure you knew that was going to be on there. Super Mario Kart, um, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, F-Zero, Super Metroid, Super Punch-Out, um, Super Castlevania 4, uh, Donkey Kong Country, Kirby's, uh, couple of Kirby games, uh, oh, Street Fighter 2, um, uh, the, the Turbo Edition, Champion Turbo, Turbo Edition, what? Um, there's a Mega Man game on there, it, the list goes on, but here's a special thing that they probably pushing for people to buy this thing, is they're gonna actually put a never before released version of Star Fox, Star Fox 2, was never released and uh it's going to be on the system 
for you to play. And I heard the only way you can play it actually is if you play at least one level on a Star Fox one <clears throat> to kind of unlock it. So I'm pretty sure this is going to sell out like instantly. Um, so I, I have all my emails set up for, for notifications so that as soon as it pops up, I can have a chance to try to pre-order it. So we'll see. But, um, so keep your eyes out for that. For those that, you know, care about that stuff and nostalgic, uh, systems and get a chance. This is an opportunity for you to maybe jump on the train and, and get something that you can show your kids and be like, Hey, I used to play this and play all these cool games. So what do you got to say about God of War, Fu? So, um, God of War, I feel like it really didn't get the, the credit it, it should have gotten at E3. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there, or maybe it did get the really? credit. Well, in, in the reviews, you know, in, in reviews, really, they're just, it's just almost a, like a, a nod. Oh yeah. I got a war is coming out. I got a war force coming out. I got a war for, I, I mean, let, let's just take a minute um, from the PS2 and PS3. Those were my heavy PlayStation days. I was a Sony whore, hardcore. It actually took a lot to get me to Xbox, but fun fact God of the God of War series sold 20 million copies. Ooh. Right? That's a lot of, that's but then a lot of Santa Monica Studios put nothing out for PlayStation 4. All that power, all that beauty, and there was no God of War. So this is their, their makeup for that. Well, I mean, it's still PS4 era, if that's what you're talking about. That's what I'm saying. Now yeah. they're finally, they're just, oh, they're now in 2018, yeah. we're just finally, how, how long has PS4 been out? We're just finally getting true. a God of War. Yeah, true, true. Um, So it's coming out early 2018. Mm -hmm. uh, there is not a hard release date as of yet, if I'm not mistaken. We are following nope. what I want to call the Old Man Krotos saga. Um, oh, Kratos, yeah. What did I say, Kratos? Kratos, yes. <laughs> Old Man Kratos. Old Man Kratos, yeah. Um, interesting enough, so they keep saying that he's living in an air in the land of the Norse gods. So does that mean he's living in Valhalla? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. So I'm just like, yo, it's like Thor and Odin going to pop up in this? <laughs> you, the, you know, the, the funny thing, what I found out about the story is that it, I heard it does not, he's not in the same realm or it's, 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 it's a game that shouldn't be considered like after God of War 3. Right. Well, because so. he's, it's always dealt with Roman and Greek gods. Right. And now they're following like Norse mythology so right this is a totally different realm and totally different yeah he's living with his son atreus who for a minute i was like atreus like from never ending story <laughs> so i got really hyped for a quick second oh, i know right so one thing i wanted to mention um besides this looking beautiful and who did kratos knock up but um <laughs> this is not an open world game no but you are encouraged to explore right so so Basically, what it is—it's not linear per se. So there's there's no—it's not a black and white thing. It's you—it's not either linear or open world. This basically is telling us that um, you are encouraged to follow the storyline, and you will—you know—you very much will enjoy a robust and beautiful game if you follow the story. But there will be things often in in the side in the corner of your eye that encourage exploration. And you're rewarded for exploring these things, but not to the point of open world where, and that's what I wanted to talk about with open world. Um, I used to really like open world and that used to get me very excited. But I think as time has gone on and I've become 
more of a medium core gamer just because of life and my time constraints. I, I don't have the time to play as much as I like. And I feel like the, even almost the thought of an open world game frustrates me because I feel like, oh, this is just so much work or so much stuff that I will never get to do or see. Yeah. And sure, I can just stick with just the plain storyline, but I do sometimes you see something glittering off in some cave or something and you um, want to go explore it. Yes, you and do. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm like, well, that's going to take me to this whole other thing. And I just, I don't have the time for that. And I want to, I want to finish the story. I love a good story. I love a good story. I love a good story in my video games. I love a good story in my rap, you know, whatever. I love a good story. Mm. But um, so I think that this this God of War game is promising to give people like me a, a good mix of being rewarded for your curiosity, but not deviating or straying too far from the past. In fact, um, there was an article with Santa Monica Studios and they said it was, it was kind of akin to teaching a kid to ride a bike. So you're, you're holding on to them at, at first and then you kind of let them go and ride, but you know, you're kind of close behind for guidance. Mm -hmm. So, and for some people that may sound stifling for, especially for you hardcore gamers, but for people like me who love gaming, but also like have to make money, you know, <laughs> just have time constraints or other things. Yeah. Um, that I think it sounds ideal, honestly. And I wish that that option was open a little bit more. I think that some open world games um, have gotten turned off for me like that. Like, well, we had a, that discussion about um, Metal Gear. Yeah. Metal Gear got turned off for me because it's such a big open world. That's why Anthem, I'm kind of like, eh, I'm going to fall back for a minute until I see it a little bit more firsthand. Right. What's your, what's your feeling on that? Um, no, I, I agree with um, when it comes to the format that God of War is taking. Um, uh, as far as like saying, hey, this is the game. It kind of walks you through it, but we will reward you for kind of looking more over here and over there or checking this out and that out uh, enough and not enough so that you go doing some other stuff and forget about the main path of the of the game. But enough that, hey, check this out. This will be cool. And then get you right back into what you're supposed to be doing. Right. That um, is one yeah. reason why. Don't hate me. Why I haven't gotten into Zelda, this last Zelda, and it looks so beautiful and it looks like so much fun, <laughs> hey, but listen, I just feel like Breath of the Wild is, does not deserve to be even dis be discussed in this. Okay, well, that's, that's not going to hold Zelda. <laughs> I, thing. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just saying I'm just that's that's why but, I haven't. No, I'm I haven't just, touched. I'm it. just you know, I just watch being a you. super fanboy. Um, Breath of the Wild to me is an exception. I, I I agree with you, but it's an exception. Like I have no problems exploring uh, Breath of the Wild because because it genuinely it genuinely like pushes you to check stuff out somewhere in the world that you would never go. Like I would totally just be like, all right, I'm gonna go to this, go get this divine beast mission done. But then I see like some mountain with like three trees placed, like kind of in a weird way. Hmm. Let me check that out. And next, thing you know, I find something awesome. See, like, yeah, I can. I, you know. I don't have time. I have to put this monster <laughs> and get back to work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I gotta so, go to bed soon. You know, but I, I'm different with Zelda. Like I like to make make it last as long as possible. So, um, so you know, that's just the type of person I am with Zelda. All right, get off Zelda. Um, you, you stuck on some Zelda. <laughs> but either way, um, which I'll add that in the E3, they actually announced the DLC is dropping in the, this week, in about a week. The first for Breath DLC. of the Wild. Yeah, and okay. it brings a couple. Why do you need DLC in an open world game? 
There's already so much to do. What the hell else you need? Added? I mean, Grand Theft Auto gives you DLC oh, like constantly, and um, but um, yeah, there's there's plenty of DLC games. Uh, I mean, open world games to give you DLC, but um, this one specifically is like gives you like some sort of like horde mode. Like you have to kind of like beat waves of enemies. Okay, it I gives love you, games with horde modes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, new costumes and stuff like that. All right, um, cool. But anyway, um, my last thought on the open world thing though is. That um, Grand Theft Auto has found a formula that works for them and it works amazing. Now, when I say Grand Theft Auto, I, I should say Grand Theft Auto 5. Like Grand Theft Auto 5 has changed their format. It, it used to be upsetting to me because I wanted a new story DLC to come to just like the other previous games had story expansions like uh, uh, Gay Tony and um, the, 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 the Ballads of the Lost, I think it was called or whatever. It was about the motorcycle gang in, uh, in four, but I can't complain. It works. It's all free. They give you all these brand new modes to play all this cool stuff. Um, and they're all different and, and can be enticing to different types of players. So I get it. Um, and, and and they're still one of the top five selling games in after it's been released in like 2000, 2014, 2013. Who knows how long it's been out? Either way, it's um, it's an, it's an amazing open world game. But some games like Metal Gear Solid Five, I agree, it can be a little repetitive. I still love the game to the the game franchise to death. Snake Eater was the best one to me because it was linear, but you can still explore a little bit. Um, so. That's that. Uh, let us know in the discussion what you guys feel about open world games. We'll probably post that up, see how you guys feel. We'd love to hear your opinions on some of your favorite open world games that you can tolerate and some that you just don't give a damn about. Um, but moving on, uh, let's talk about a couple other reveals we found um, out there. Super Mario Odyssey is another huge one. That's, that was Nintendo's baby uh, in the E3 um, conference that they had. Um it looks like a whole new Mario experience, which is always welcoming because we've experienced a lot of Mario games that end up being the same experiences to some degree. Yeah. So I'm excited about this, actually. For, you know, usually I kind of feel that way. I'm just like, oh, Mario. Manny Fresh is like hardcore um, Mario. If he was here, he, Shout would, out to Manny Fresh. Yo, he would be going off about some Mario, like a dissertation. Mm -hmm. um, but this actually looks fun. It's coming out in October. It's going to be on the Switch. Um, it will, it'll be on, will it be on Wii as well? No. Um, yeah, so you have to get a Switch. Yes. Um, and this is, and the reason for this is because of the way the two-player co-op is going to work. Um, so there's going to be Cappy. You guys, anyone know about Cappy? It's Mario's cap, his hat. His new sidekick. Yeah, but like, it's going to help him, like, when you play two-player, someone's going to be Mario, and the other person's actually going to be Cappy, not Luigi, believe it or not. Yes, um, if you play the two-player co-op. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Cappy will help like defend him from enemies, help him solve puzzles, which is kind of a new thing, like puzzles, puzzle solving per se. I'm, I'm curious to see like how how difficult these puzzles will be, but that's kind of a new twist. So I kind of like the way that that kind of plays out. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just two people trying to do something. It's it very cooperative hence right. co-op you know what i'm saying not just like i said two characters like you really have to work in tandem to get the job done so that this kind of looks fun actually um the worlds are uh, i'd have to say pretty different looking than anything we've ever seen in in super mario 
Yeah, and the fact that he's gonna like one of the worlds looks like our world. Yeah, like, it's like a city. Like, like it was like New York. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah, like that's gonna be. That's what I was like. Whoa, what I, is this? He made it back to the real world. <laughs> yeah, he's, you know, he's back to being a plumber again or what? But um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm not worried about getting a switch until that game drops, um, because I got Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild on the Wii U, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so I'm not worried about that. But the game looks awesome. Um, I'm sure it's going to push units. To me, it looks like it's a... I think its style started with Super Mario Galaxy games, which were some of the... Which was a, a groundbreaking game for Mario back in um, the original Wii days. To me, like th- those games were awesome. And it pushed for that open-worldness. Um, this will probably be an open-world game that won't be the typical open world games you're talking about. Right. It's not that vast. That overwhelming. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, because we have more younger kids playing these games and, and they're not going to get, get lost doing like some mission where they have to shoot somebody or take this there and that, whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's a big one. Uh, that's coming out this fall, October and coming out yep. in October. Yep. And just shout out, Nintendo also mentioned there's going to be a new Metroid prime four and a Yoshi yes. game. So just keep yes. your eyes out for that. Yes. We won't go into that too much. No, we won't. But okay. it's it's known and it's yeah. been announced. So that's good. Yep. Um, real quick, another Mario game that is coming out is actually partnered with Ubisoft, um, which is Rabbits and Mario. Oh, yes. Yes. And um, I saw the reveal and when I watched it and it, it looks interesting. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to pick it up, but I'm definitely going to keep my eye on it because it's it's more of a battle strate- strategy game. Mm, that's a many fresh title. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. Like. You know, like the you know, kind of like the original like RPG style, or where you can throw out an attack, and then they throw out an attack, and then you can do some sort of tactic and throw an attack, uh, like Final Fantasy, flanking sorta, mm-hmm. yeah. But but like, I don't know, some battle elements. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would look into it. There's definitely you know somebody who's captured footage from it and check it out for yourself it's not your average mario game it's mixed with in the worlds of rabbits if you know anything about that it's these funny looking rabbits uh that ubisoft created um but it's kind of cool that they're actually collaborating um so yeah that's one big one um another big uh e3 game that was announced i'm super excited about is a new fighter and it's in the world of dragon ball z uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, I, ble- I believe is what it's called, and it's 2D and not like this crazy all over yes. the world like 3D stuff. This is what had to happen. Yes, I know some of you may disagree, but this is what had to happen. I let me tell you, and just throw this out there: Dragon Ball Z has a special place in my heart. Always has and always will. It was my me gateway too. drug, so to speak, to anime, and I just have so many fond memories of getting pissed at Adult Swim or Cartoon Network <laughs> for like leaving me hanging um Akira Toriyama with <laughs> but Dragon um, Ball Z left people hanging constantly constantly <laughs> man constantly okay um so I've I always so much want to love the Dragon Ball Z games but the the 360 dimension the the 4D fighting style was for me again you know, casual gamer, um, medium core gamer was a little bit too much. Yeah. Manny Fresh, again, was he thought he was like Vegeta for real. <laughs> like he thought he was powering up in real life when he was getting ready to fight. So not for him, but for me, yes. So seeing this on a 2D platform, like a scroller, 
what yeah yeah i'm i'm <clears throat> for it the and it looks like oh my god the way the um you can chain your attacks chain together and, and, and call in help and mm-hmm. just and their strategy to it it's not just a, a button masher right looks so smooth it um does. Pray for our frame rate because some of those Kamehameha's and attacks, man, the, oh, the, the I can't pixels. Wait. Can't play it on our future Xbox One X. I just can't yeah. wait. <laughs> um, it, it looks amazing. Um, and it's, it's, it's 2D and it's still over the top. Like even in that space that you have and not 3D, it's still over the top Dragon Ball fighting. Like worlds are still blowing up and all types of stuff. So they've only revealed several characters uh you, you, your common characters you, you're definitely going to see of course goku you're going to see gohan you're going to see um uh cell you're going to see frieza and then they announce um future trunks as well uh, i believe those are the ones that are just that are, have been confirmed uh, most likely you'll find the rest of the z fighters pop in there of course too um Oh, and Majin Buu. Yeah, Majin Buu was also in there. So, um, but yeah, shout outs. Always in there. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> shout outs to that game and the people that, that decided that that game should be present um, because um, I wasn't really too big on the earlier Dragon Ball games. I liked watching them, but as a, as a, of, of a lover of fighter games, I've always wanted something that was in the Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z world like Street Fighter. So um, yeah. I'm looking Dragon forward to Ball that. Dragon Ball Z Fighter. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Fighter Z. Yep. Yep. And uh, so that's coming. Do you know there has hey, been 150 year? titles related, like games related to Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, they dropped like four or five sequels to every Budokai. Like, there's like one, two, three of those. If, you, hey, if you've ever been to any kind of anime convention, me. There's um, they, there's <laughs> always a Budokai. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, like they they they're just they're nonstop, but they're hardcore Dragon Ball fighters that like fans that love those games. So yeah, Manny Fresh is one of them. Shout out. Um. So um. And then also there was another game that I, I want to give a special shout out to someone about. Um. Uh. Uncharted is dropping a new game, which is not really a hundred percent full game. It uh, it the uh, it's a story that is I believe going to be only like eight or nine hours of gameplay. Um, thus the price I think is only going to be 40 bucks, but it's uh the lost legacy. I believe is what it's called uncharted, the lost legacy, um, which uh, talks about two other characters from the same world. Um, Nadine and um, was it, uh, I forgot her name, man. Is it Claudia or something like that? But either way um, it's two females are the, uh, the protagonists and, and the story you know, uh, unwinds and you see what happens as all uncharted stories have some twists and cool things that happen. So, but it looks, it looks really good. And we actually have, um, a real ass gamer, um, member that is working on that game as we speak. Um, he actually is a native, uh, well, he's Egyptian, but he's, he's from Orlando and moved to, um, California to work for, the developers behind this game which is developer is naughty dog and shout out to maggot shout out to maggot and real ass gamers yes um my boy maggot aka agno um is uh used to actually work on some other games uh by ea um out here in florida and has made the big move to california and is now working on the new uncharted um game that is dropping so big shout out to him um much success to you 
and looking forward to playing the game and seeing your work or hearing your work and all that good stuff. So, um, so special shout out to him and, um, moving on, uh, let's see what else we have to cover. Um, I think we've covered most of the E3 stuff, if not all that we wanted to talk about. There's plenty of stuff out there, of course. Uh, in discussion, we could talk further about it. I know the discussion already exists. We talked about what we look forward to in this and that. Um, but some other stuff um, outside of E3 that I'll mention before we um, end this podcast is Sega. Sega made a big um, push recently in, uh, uh, in, 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 in news with saying that, um, basically stating they're re-releasing all of their games on mobile, all of their classic games. I should, I should make specific. So stuff that you played on like the Sega Genesis and the Sega, um, master system and the mega drive. Um, and not all at the same time though. I think they said once, uh, a month, I think was the frequency. Um, they will be dropping four or five, of their classics and they're all playable. They look good, just like the original games. In fact, they boasted that they didn't want to change how the original games played um, because they wanted to keep the authenticity. So, um, so the first week we have games like comic zone, of course, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and um, uh, a couple other games, a couple other notables out there. So they're, they're out right now. Like this, this, they're out. So go to your, on Android or, um, iPhone, go ahead and just pop in there, Sega and in your, uh, in your play or your, your app, um, whatever and find it. There's five games out. Sonic the Hedgehog, Fantasy Star 2, Comic Zone, Kid Chameleon, and Altered Beast. Altered Beast. That's that's the one. No one's getting any work done now. (laughs) And that's what I was playing while I was sitting on the toilet the other day. That game is still hard as piss. Um, And I'm still commonly only getting to like the second or third uh, uh, stage. That's it. So um, get those. They're free. Um, Now, of course... You think, oh, free, whoa, what's the catch? Well, the catch is you're going to see ads pop up at the bottom of the screen. Um, They don't really bother you if you don't care for them. They might pop up in between load times or this and that. Um, If you want a version that without the ads, they do offer it, and that's where you pay the money. Uh, I don't know how much they cost, but there is a fee. There's a little cost if you want to play without any ads. Um, And that's that, so check that out. Um, Some other news... uh, is Atari. Atari announced that they're dropping a new console. It's totally a mystery right now, so we don't have much to talk about with it. But I've talked to a few people, some of my friends that feel like it may end up just being some sort of um uh uh like nostalgia box, kind of like the That's SNES fine. classic. I want Pitfall. I just want to play Pitfall on the Smurfs game. <laughs> um Pitfall was definitely a classic for me. Uh, I want to see Centipede and uh you know some other games pop a Robotron if they they can pop that on there. Food Fight for anybody that remembers, remembers that game. You know you'll see Pac-Man's and and Donkey Kong. But um it might end up being like the SNES classic. It might have like a set of games on it. But what if it's like a whole new system that's trying to compete with like Xbox and PlayStation? No, no, no. they shouldn't do that. <laughs> I just need them to release Pitfall. I know I, I'm, I'm definitely dreaming with that, but, um, but that'll be still something good to see. Uh, keep your eyes out for that. Go to the website, atarebox.com and sign up for notifications. What if they're going to release ET? You know, you know, that, that isn't game that, was horrible. No, but isn't there like a whole special on Netflix or yes. something about where they're trying to find um, where all the ET games were buried in some landfill in Arizona or something? Oh yeah. I watched it and it was, uh, so maybe this is tied to that. 
I don't know. Now I'm actually excited to find out. I don't think it is. <laughs> but, um, you know, Atari has has held its stock and has made any money recently just from software, not hardware. So this will be the first hardware they've released in, shoot, man. Like, I think they said 20-something years was the last attempt, which was, I think, the Jaguar, um, which was uh, around... It was a system that was released uh around the same realm that like the Sega Saturn I think or or Dreamcast something like that back then um and actually that I, I might be I might it might have been earlier than that but either way go to the website and keep up with what's going on with that I'm sure some more information will pop up eventually as it um as a you know as time goes by on whatnot um once again check us out on facebook.com slash groups slash real ass gaming um and join us if you haven't um drop a comment good or bad let's make a discussion let's have debates um all types of gamers shout outs to the pc gamers i don't know we'll talk much about pc gaming but um shout out to you guys um big shout out to my man uh jonathan or john fl um he's one of the bigger pc gamers Uh, my man uh intellects also um one thing you PC gamers can be excited for is the next topic that we're going to talk about. And we'll close it out probably with this one. The probably the game that we look forward to the most as, as a couple. No, it's not probably it is <laughs> as a married couple. Um, in that's destiny Two. So, um, which is coming to PC, which is something that destiny one did not do. And it runs at 4k. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful yeah. on PC that I am not a PC gamer. PC gaming intimidates me and I would learn PC gaming to play this. I'm I'm kind of thinking about getting a PC sometime through next start of next year just so I can experience how this game plays. So we'll see. But um uh it's the only way that you'll be able to get 60 frames per second on the game, which looks beautiful. Um it looks like real life. Like yeah. tears came to my eyes <laughs> watching the trailer. Um, the Xbox One X will not even have 60 frames they announced. I think that's honestly just some hate because the PlayStation 4, because because they have their uh, exclusivity, I'm sorry, uh, with Sony. Um, so, of course, they're not going to want to be like, well, let's make a better version for Xbox because they want you to push the, pe- the PlayStation pl- uh, platform more. Um, all politics. But either way, D- Destiny 2 is coming. And... It looks awesome. The opening uh, mission looks amazing. Uh, Fu, what do you think? What do you have to say about it? Okay, let me exhale. It looks so amazing. We have this argument all the time, but um, just we I don't want to spoil too much for you guys that haven't um, seen it. If you haven't played Destiny or haven't gotten into Destiny, we talk a lot about Destiny. Um, we just, we love it. That is, it's not, it's not necessarily the game that brought us together, but it is definitely the game that we play the most as a married couple together. Um, and you, we're, Manny Fresh is joining, joining the squad on that as well. So as a family that we play together, the beautiful thing with destiny two is if you've not played before, now's your chance. You won't be so overwhelmed. Oh, I'm so behind. There's so much to do so much to catch up. I'll never, I'll never catch up. We're all starting fresh. We're all starting off from jump. So now's the time to jump in. Um, 
If you feel like you're going to miss out some of the lore, don't necessarily feel that way. You know, you'll pick it up. But now's the time to jump in. Also, just some of these weapons that we saw in the opening sequence. Amaze balls. Oh, man. What? There's two supers. I know that they're not technically supers. <laughs> they're not supers. Um, but yeah. they, those are two supers. I don't care what you have to say. They're two supers. They look like they, they just diversified the, the perks. Diversifies your bonk. Like, like the, the warlock. It can now have its main super, which is like this new, like crazy uh, fire sword that you can like throw projectiles from the sky. And then Warlock Masterclass, <laughs> whatever. Um, and then but it also has like this buff um, perk where you can buff yourself to have more damage or buff yourself to have more defense or more health for like a, a small period of time. So hence two supers. <laughs> so, but I, I I I love that though. I love that there are more options to your subclass, um, and it, and you can actually pick these different options. Like, do, would you rather have this or rather have that instead of being stuck with this or that? Um, um, we only know about we know about the new three subclasses for the three characters. Uh, we don't know if the others will be brought back with them a hundred percent, or we do know that some of them have been modified though. Uh, but either way, the game is. It looks amazing um, from what we've seen, and um, it looks like they're going to improve where they where they messed up in the beginning phases of Destiny One. Uh, a lot of the complaints. The thing, the funny thing about Destiny though, is as much as people hate it, is as much as people love it. So, as many people say, "I hate this game," blah blah blah, blah they they're hating this game because they love it. And I don't know if that makes sense to you, but basically that means that. Just like any family member that might that you might want to really it really gets on your nerves because you're trying to help them, you get upset with them because you love them. And I think this is one of those type of games. Like you love it so much, you wish it it does better. You wish it can have this and that, and improve and this and that because you put so many hours and days in it. Um, and I think Destiny Two finally got it. They're one of the few. Um, Bungie is one of the few developers that actually takes community seriously and implements it in their games um for better or for worse and uh so i look forward to it yeah so just a kind of a quick uh thing that they were spoiling too much there's going to be new worlds new life forms to explore um the we the cabal are finally getting their time to shine so yeah. that is the main enemy um gall yeah gary super <laughs> excited about that um they have made changes to the way you upgrade your supers um your or your subclass so that looks really interesting it actually is reminiscent of um like final fantasy 10 11 era how that you had that tree that um right right what's it called power tree or whatever you want to call it yeah. So um, that looks very interesting. Like I said, tons of new weapons, um, tons of new special attacks. Of course, there's going to be tons of new loot and gear and for us to get. There is a story that I will shout out to Loxie. He made a good point. Um, if you watch all the trailers out now, there's a, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes of gameplay and it's beautiful gameplay and it's great. And I, I'm not saying this to that. It's destroyed the story for me at all but i do think that 
had I not seen that and just saw it when I started playing as as much into Destiny as I am, it would have been even a bigger shock to me. So I, I say it like that only because if you haven't seen anything about Destiny 2 and you, and you have played Destiny 1, you're keeping it a surprise, I won't spoil it. But this game promises to be whatever if you felt like something was missing which I, I i don't have a lot of complaints about destiny but if you felt like something was missing this is going to fulfill that need for you i i truly hope so um being we're destiny fan fan boys and girls <laughs> uh to the to the heart so um and i think we're gonna close it on that note um We've talked about a lot of games, a lot of E3 stuff now that it's been sitting here and we've watched trailers over and over again and, and talked with our friends and other uh, RAG community members. And, uh, and we enjoyed bringing it to you guys. So um, we will, as, as we said before, and we'll say it again, we'll definitely try to keep more, be more consistent. Um, we won't. <laughs> we will try um we just had a couple of busy months uh and whatnot so we'll, we'll you know we'll be back when we'll be back um the <laughs> summer is here uh everybody have a great summer plenty of games out there to play definitely join us once again at facebook.com slash groups slash real ass gaming and um and let's talk more about all this cool stuff that we're talking about and stuff that we did not talk about definitely let us know um and you know that's that i think we're gonna end the night and uh thanks for listening good night guys thank you very much for your patience for this new podcast coming out yep. keep up with us again join the group real ass gaming at facebook um join link up with other gamers just like you or meet some gamers who are not just like you have some fun times run some raids with us and we'll see you there we'll see you um, Zarism is out. Peace. Ready to get? Enjoy.